Welcome to another edition of the Truth Hurts Program. I'm your host, Steve Z. Let's get started. Welcome back to this edition of the Truth Hurts Program, everybody, from the front seat of the old F-250. It is Thursday. It is September the 23rd. It is still 2021. We're about 250 days, give or take, into the debacle known as the Biden presidency. And gropey Joe Biden had his people today issue an official government statement about Haitian refugees who somehow managed to magically appear at the southern border of Mexico, meaning they had to cross large expanses of ocean, the Gulf of Mexico, to get to Mexico, and then illegally enter the United States to the tune of 15 to 20,000 invading illegal immigrants, unlawful law-breaking trespassers. Guess what? The Biden administration today said, do not call the sending those people home deportations. You heard me correctly. They deported some of those Haitian migrants, those illegal invading immigrants. But the Biden administration says, do not say the word deport or deportation, that that is incorrect. So when you deport someone... You can't say you deport someone. You have to call it repatriation to their home country. Sorry, folks, got some emergency vehicles flying by here. I'll move over and give them a little bit of room. Anyhow, do you believe the hypocrisy, the ridiculous double standard, the lie, the out and out lies of the Biden administration? You can't call it a deportation when you deport illegal Haitians. Well, what the hell else? You call it repatriation? Okay, sure. And I will call a chocolate shake a cocoa malt. You can't have it both ways, folks. Joe Biden's administration couldn't tell the truth if it was the only answer. At that point, they'd still lie and make up something else. They are so full of crap, their eyes are turning brown wholesale can't call a deportation a deportation. I'm telling you folks, it is to the point of ridiculousness now. We cannot in any way, shape, or form believe any words that come out of any member of the Biden administration. At all. Just can't be done. Stand by. It must be a pretty serious accident. That is number seven and number eight in the way of fire rescue vehicles, fire vehicles. And I'm stuck in traffic. So we'll have to see what happens here, folks. I'm pretty sure as things normally occur, they will shut down the interstate. I now see a helicopter flying overhead. So it's a good chance, pretty good chance, we're going to be stuck here for quite some time. And I do have an appointment this afternoon, so that's about par for the course. Anyway, other news from the Biden administration They still cannot control the illegal immigration at the southern border, whether it's Haitians that are being deported but not deported. Oh, and by the way, speaking of those Haitians, there were 20,000, 15 to 20,000 of them illegally sitting and squatting under a bridge near Del Rio, Texas. That number, the Biden administration is proud to say, is down to about 3,800. Now take 20,000 minus 3,800, 
minus the 1,200 they deported but didn't deport, where did the rest of them go? Why, they funneled them to cities and towns near you, my friends, just like they've been doing with the illegal Hondurans, the illegal Guatemalans, the illegal El Salvadorans, the illegal Mexicans, the illegal Colombians, and most likely the illegal Afghans and the other terrorists who have been sneaking in to our southern border via Mexico. That's what's going on, my friends. And the Biden administration admits now plus 200,000 last month. You heard me correctly. Over 200,000 illegal, invading, criminal, trespassing migrants across our southern border in one month's time. Biden's been in office 250 days. So the end of January to the end of February, the end of February to the end of March to April to May to June, July, August, September. We are now eight full months into the Biden administration. And in each and every one of those eight full months of the Biden administration, there has indeed been at least 150 to 200,000 illegal, invading, criminal, trespassing migrants crossing our southern border and either getting caught by ICE, Border Patrol and Customs and Border Protection, or turning themselves in to those agencies. That is but a small, small, small piece of the total number of illegal, invading, criminal, trespassing aliens who get away, who don't get caught, who evade and avoid the Border Patrol, who hide from them, who run from them, who resist arrest, who escape to points unknown in the United States. So when Joe Biden was asked, when his administration and Alejandro Mayorkas was asked about the remaining Haitian immigrants, the illegal Haitians, he said, don't worry, we're tracking them by their cell phone numbers. Think about that, my friends. Illegal trespassing Haitian immigrants who were so destitute, so impoverished, so poor in their home country of Haiti, so oppressed, so destitute. How the hell can they afford a cell phone? Most of them were wearing new tennis shoes and new clothing. Can you explain that to me, my friends? This is the Truth Hurts program. In addition to the southern border crisis, and crisis is really a mild word, it is a southern border disaster. It is a southern border shit show. It is a southern border debacle. It is living proof that the Biden administration does not have a handle on illegal immigration at our southern border. Remember, he said he was going to have it under control his first two months in office, and he was going to do so without a wall? Oh, stupid, stupid Joe. And some people fell for it. In fact, about half of the American population fell for the lies, the bullshit. They just fell for it, hook, line, and sinker. 
Gropy Joe, he doesn't know whether he's coming or going. But his people, his puppet masters pulling his strings say, doing a hell of a job there, Scranton Joe, Scrappy Joe. (laughs) And he believes it. Gropy Joe Biden also has failed miserably on the Wuhan, China, novel coronavirus of 2019, 2020, and now 2021. Remember when he ran for office, he said he was going to be the adult in the room? More like the adult diaper. But he was going to be the adult in the room, and he was going to fix the Kung flu, the China virus. He was going to fix it. He was going to make everything better. He was going to single-handedly follow the science And of course, we all know that he only follows the science when the science favors his draconian lockdowns, his wacky measures, his false information, his phony narratives. It's the only time, my friends, that gropey Joe Biden ever follows the science. More likely, he's following the science fiction. But I digress. There is a severe shortage of hospital beds But Joe Biden said that wouldn't happen on his watch. Joe Biden lied. We can go from that to our foreign policy, where gropey Joe Biden read poorly like a, I don't know, slightly slower reader at the UN the other day from his cue card, from his teleprompter. He did a really bad job. People in other countries are scratching their heads saying, what the hell is wrong with America? How could they have elected such a feeble-minded old senile clown? It makes no sense. It makes no sense. He's still pushing the lies of the Al Gore climate change. He's still pushing the fantasies of spread the wealth around. He's not following the science because the World Health Organization and the United Nations both say... Do not implement booster vaccines for the Kung flu until all of the poor nations of the, uh, of, the, of the world rather get their first dose. But Joe Biden wants to push a second, third, fourth vaccination into everybody's arms. Yes, he wants to make sure that messenger RNA gets the message. Joe Biden, you're a joke and you are an idiot. You are a clown. How anyone still believes a word coming out of your lips is beyond me. Let's talk about the economy, shall we? The economy is in worse shape now. Theoretically, when you look at an apples-to-apples comparison, as far as inflation versus income, the United States is in worse shape now than it was under Jimmy Peanut Man Carter. Do you believe that? It's fact, my friends. It is reality. Worse than Jimmy Carter. If we raised the minimum wage tomorrow to $12.31 an hour, you ready for this, my friends? If we raise the, the minimum wage to $12.31 tomorrow, do you know what it would have a negative effect on personal income? Did you know that? What it amounts to is what you were making at 725 and being able to spend just last year you can now buy less with that same 725 an hour 
far less, far, far less. This is the Truth Hurts Program. Alrighty, folks. Let's see, uh, phone ringing, traffic, idiots. It's about par for the course. Still here live from the front seat of the old F-250, my friends. It is Thursday. I've been calling for three days to try and get scheduled maintenance done on the old F-250. Kind of hard to get it in the air and do the oil change when you've got one arm in a sling and a torn up shoulder. So I called my local Ford dealer and they told me two weeks before I can get it in. They claim some of their employees are out with covid She's kind of snickered and says, at least that's the excuse they're using. She told me one of her oil change technicians right now took a temporary job following debris trucks for FEMA and is making way more money just sitting in his own air-conditioned car following debris trucks, picking up debris from FEMA. She says he may not be welcomed back if he can't produce a doctor's note stating he had COVID. And you know what? Shouldn't lie to your boss. The little bit of money he'll make right now probably cost him his job. Now, moving right along. I tried to get my riding lawnmower serviced. It's making a weird noise. It's well overdue for its service. They told me three weeks minimum if they can get to it at all. And I kind of shook my head said, uh, look, I'll give you an extra hundred if you can just squeeze it in. hundred. Benjamin, right in your pocket, pal. He says, man, that's, that's a very nice offer. I just can't do it. I get just don't have the personnel here. I don't have the people to work on your mower. Got to feel sorry for our president because he claims the economy is bad because of COVID. But the economy is bad because they're still paying people in many states more money to stay home than to go to work, earn a living, pay taxes, become part of the economy. You don't have to worry, though. Joe Biden's trash is picked up on a regular basis. His suits are pressed and cleaned and laid out for him every day. He's got someone there, his valet, his personal valet, to make sure his matching socks are indeed matching socks and even put them on his feeble feet. Someone to tie his tie, someone to comb his hair, Someone to tell him when to eat, when not to eat, what to eat. And of course, that voice that keeps telling him, I've been told not to answer any questions. I've been told not to take any questions from you reporters. So I won't take any questions. Sorry, I'm doing what they tell me to do. I guess he still doesn't realize he's the president of the United States, the leader of the free world, the most powerful man on planet Earth. Well, he's not. Whatever is pulling his strings sure the hell is. Here we are, my friends, eight full months, eight full months and I believe two days since gropey Joe Biden put those feeble fingers on the Bible and lied and said he would swear to uphold the Constitution, protect our nation from defenders, both foreign, uh, from, from offenders rather, both foreign and domestic, from any enemies of our country. He looked in the mirror this morning and he saw an enemy, but he was too stupid to realize the enemy is here. The enemy is him. 
Well, hang on a second. Text message. Do, 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 do. We can schedule you for a service for your Ford F-250 tomorrow. We just had a cancellation. It pays to know the service manager, I guess. I don't know. Good deal. Now we'll get the old F-250 service. Then I might even treat it to a wash. Nah. Nah. I found out today that calling a white person cracker or white supremacist or privileged is not racist. The definition of racist has changed. It only now means when white people say bad things about black people. It's not racist if you say something bad about Asians. It's not bad if you say something racist about Hispanics. But if you say something bad about black people, that is racist. I don't know what to tell you, my friends. This is the Truth Hurts program where we tell it like it is. I'm sorry. I just don't have it in me right now to continue talking about the same things over and over again. So I'll go back to the La Toilet Cantrell, mayor of New Orleans. Keisha Lance Bottom, mayor of Atlanta. Muriel Bow Wow Bowser, mayor of Washington, D.C., and every other female mayor of color, Lori Lightfoot, and all of their kind, they were there because the population of their respective cities has grown darker and darker and darker over the years. And people are saying things like, we can't have no white cracker as our mayor. And so they elect an inept, sometimes capable of speaking proper English, dark-skinned, African-American, 13% hyphenated minority, sometimes. And most of them are corrupt. Most of them owe back taxes. But you don't dare go after them like Mayor LaToilette Cantrell, LaToya the Destroyer of New Orleans. She owes back taxes, many, many, many dollars in back taxes. But no one will go after her because they were f- they're afraid of being called racist. You're a racist if you point out the fact that LaToilette Cantrell is a tax-dodging moron. You're a racist. If you say anything bad about the piss-poor handling of the city of New Orleans by LaToya the Destroyer. The trash now, three to four weeks in many neighborhoods, has still not been picked up. No garbage collections. Except in LaToya's neighborhood, it's been picked up twice a week because, well, after all, her honor, the mayor, can't have no trash in front of her house. We have the trash problem. We have the police problem. We, of course, have the high crime, the murder rates spiraling upward every single day. Carjackings, drug deals, murders, robberies, shootings, stabbings, kidnappings, drug use, drug deals. And when you point out fact, statistical science, the reality that 93% of the crimes committed in New Orleans are being committed by 13% AA hyphenated American minorities 
When you point out that fact, that reality, you are called a racist. They make excuses. The criminal justice system used to be called the criminal justice system. Now it's the criminal justice system is run by criminals. They're not even allowing cash bonds to have to be posted. If some thug, some double A 13% minority hyphenated thug kidnaps your daughter, rapes her, stabs her, shoots her, and leaves her for dead, and the criminal thug animal is caught, he can walk free. Because asking him, excuse me, axing him to post a cash bond is considered racist because he might not have a good income. Of course he doesn't have a good income. He's a criminal thug animal. He's a thug, a criminal, a rapist, a robber, an assaulter, a batterer, a shooter, a stabber, a carjacker. People wonder why I speak so ill of the city of New Orleans and why I got the hell out and refused to go back. I'm actually on my way right now to inspect a claim at a home of a play a guy who claims he had flood damage. I've spoken to three television meteorologists, a person at the National Weather Service, a person at the Sewage and Water Board in New Orleans. They've all confirmed there was no flooding in this neighborhood in the days up to, including, and after Hurricane Ida. Yet this guy claims his house was flooded and he wants to file a flood insurance claim. So I will do my due diligence. I will try to establish a flood line, flood debris mark. I will try to establish the general condition of flooding occurred or didn't occur. I will prepare an estimate of damages as he reports it. And I will let the National Flood Insurance Program do their job of determining whether or not this person is committing fraud, waste, or abuse. I can tell you this. I know there wasn't no flooding in that neighborhood. We'll just have to see what happens. This is the Truth Hurts program. Oh, and by the way, they'll probably not investigate that because, well, you know, it would be considered racist. Taking a page out of the old Democrat playbook, the governor of Louisiana is playing the oh poor us, pity us card. Now I was born in the 1960s, the early 1960s. I remember growing up and hearing nothing but Betsy, 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 Hurricane Betsy, Hurricane Camille, Hurricane Audrey. And then 40 years later, Hurricane Katrina comes along. 40 years after Betsy, 40 years after that major storm and the New Orleans area, the state of Louisiana, did nothing to make their situation any better. They squandered all of the tax dollars meant to go to building higher and better and stronger levees and flood control systems. They squandered that money on police forces to patrol the little levees that they had. They squandered money on tennis courts and marinas country clubs. They put themselves in boards of directors and committees and commissions and 
you name it. They spent the money poorly, piss poor fashion. And then 40 years later, Katrina came along and devastated everything. And they said, oh, we got to do better. We got to make things better. Here we are 16 years after Katrina. We still drill holes in the ground and push toothpicks into the holes and then string electrical wires from the toothpicks. That's not better. We still just add a little bit of dirt to the levees once in a while. That's not better. We still have not installed new pumping stations or new flood control projects that are of any note. We still have not improved our building codes. We haven't changed the requirements that people stop building houses on concrete slabs at ground level when they know damned well ground level is at or below sea level. And yet, the Democrat governor, Tinker Bell, excuse me, John Bell Edwards, has gone and now said he is begging the federal government for two and a half billion dollars in immediate emergency aid for the state of Louisiana. He wants a hundred billion dollars. And after this filters to that cousin and that nephew and that brother-in-law and that next door neighbor and that best friend and that high school chum, after all that money filters around the system, 15 years from now when Hurricane Choo Choo hits New Orleans, I'll be either dead or an old, old man saying, Hey, remember when 15 years ago I did episode 719 of the Truth Hurts program with Steve Z, and we talked about Governor Tinkerbell Edwards and him asking for $2.5 billion. And nothing's been done since then because the Democrats done imported so damn many illegal aliens. And they got so damn many dead people of voting Democrat that we ain't had a conservative Republican in office ever since them days. That's what it's going to be like, my friends. That is what it's going to be like because we continue to allow the illegal migration, the chain migration, the illegal double and triple voting, the dead people voting because they all vote Democrat because the Democrats hold out the carrot in front of those illegals and say, all this nice free stuff we're giving you will go away if you ever dare to elect a Republican again. That, my friends, is the truth. And unfortunately, in America, sometimes the truth hurts. We'll see you next time. Coming up on the next edition of the Truth Hurts program, we're going to talk about the new abnormal, the new abnormal things that have changed and will remain changed because of the ineptness of the presidency of gropey Joe Biden, Camel Toe Harris, and the real destruction of our country under nasty Nazi Pelosi and Chuckles the Clown Schumer and the Democrats. We'll talk about how things have changed for the worse and probably won't ever go back to what you and I know as normal. Just a little hint. A lot of it has to do with the price you pay for things, the quality of things,
the time you expect things to happen, and of course, the ever-changing world of the service industry. That's about all the time we have for this edition of the Truth Hurts program, my friends. Go out there and be safe. Watch for motorcycles. You may not see them. Look twice. The second time you look makes a big difference as to whether or not someone lives or dies. That's going to wrap up this edition of the Truth Hurts program. Go out there, be safe, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. And now a word from the Joe Biden administration's Fair Housing Initiative. Did you move out of a blighted, high-crime, low-property-value, dangerous inner city? Did you move to the modern, clean, low-crime, high-property-value suburbs? That's not fair. The Joe Biden administration wants you to either move back to the inner city, or he's going to bring the inner city to your neighborhood. Coming soon to the clean suburbs. Affirmative action housing subsidies and initiatives. Yes, if there's any vacant land on or near your suburb, the Biden administration wants to mandate your county, township, suburb, or even cul-de-sac to build new, low-income, multifamily housing with your tax dollars. Enjoying your neighborhood with middle-income, single family dwellings? Not for long. Biden wants to put an end to your privileged lifestyle. Soon your suburban landscape will be littered with duplexes, fourplexes, Section 8 housing, and other low-cost housing alternatives just to make it fair to others. They destroyed your city, and now the Biden administration wants to force you into allowing them to come to your neighborhood. Why should you live in a low-crime area when they have to live in the high-crime inner city? It's just not fair. Who cares that you worked hard and paid a lot of money for the ability to escape the crime and the blight of the inner city? Those who refuse to work are, after all, entitled to the same quality of life, according to President Biden. Who cares if they don't work for it? The Biden Fair Housing Initiative is coming to your small town, and there's nothing you can do about it. Paid for with your tax dollars. You have been listening to the Truth Hurts program with Steve Z. Opinions expressed are protected free speech under the First Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. We apologize if you were offended, but we retract nothing. Background music by Jason Shaw and Audionautics. This program, copyright 2021, the Truth Hurts Network.